Right, so tonight we're going to be uh, just a, a quick halacha, and then we're going to do more on the Maso uh, Matan Be'emuna part, some of the other svarim related to, to it in more of a machshava or musr type of way. Uh, but the halacha is Gezel Ugeneva Migoy Aser. So it's certainly Aser to steal in any way, whether directly with the person knowing or, or behind their back. Either way, Geneva and Gezela is certainly Aser from a non Jew. And then he says, Makum Hashem, Chil Hashem. And whenever there's a concern that maybe one's action will lead to a Chil Hashem, a desecration of Hashem's name, Aser Kol Goy. So even if the non-Jew makes the error on his own, completely unsolicited by, uh, by the Jew, but makes an error, gives extra change or something like that. So whenever there's a Chil Hashem, that certainly is Aser. Then Yesh Harbe Pratim Asaihu Gezel, Hata Oavedas Goy. Now there's many details related to when something is categorized as theft, when something is categorized as a mistake or misleading, and when something is categorized as the lost object of a non Jew. And before anybody acts on their own and decides, this must be mutter, so one should always ask a, a, a chacham, somebody who's experienced in these halachas, because slight nuanced differences between one circumstance and another could very dramatically change the outcome of the halacha, and this is not something for, uh, for, the, uh, for the inexperienced. Now, on this topic about what happens with, uh, with the mistakes or, uh, that, one, that a non-Jew makes, that the, a Jew would benefit from, or a lost object from a non-Jew that a Jew would benefit from. So the first thing he quotes down here is the Ber HaGola, the well-known words of the Ber HaGola. He says, Im That if somebody goes out and returns a lost object or a mistake that a non-Jew made in, uh, in business, in order to be Mekadesh Hashem, to sanctify Hashem's name, So that the, uh, the non-Jew should be aware of the greatness of the Jewish people and know that they're honest and uh, trustworthy and reliable. So this is certainly something which is praiseworthy. And the same thing is true to return money that the non, that resulted from a mistake that the non-Jew did completely on his own. And he says that you should know, I'm writing this for generations, because I saw many people, he's writing this from personal experience, I saw many people make a lot of money off of these types of errors and whatnot. And ultimately, they did not succeed financially. And they ended up losing everything. And by the time that they were done with their life, after 120 or whatever, so they didn't leave behind anything for future generations. It was all gone by that time. He says, like the, uh, the, like the Sefer Chassidim. Then he quotes the smog, very frightening but very famous, uh, not and famous, it's a famous smog, but it's a very frightening one. He says that one of the things which is going to be ma'aki of the gula, one of the things which impedes the, the redemption, is the fact that the redemption could only happen, his language is, that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes to save the Jewish people, meaning the time of Mashiach, so the nations of the world should declare, bidin asa. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is correct to choose the Jewish people, because they are men of truth, and the Torah of truth is in their mouth. But if Jews behave deceptively in business with non-Jews, so then what's going to happen? HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes to save the Jewish people. The non-Jews are going to say, them? Uramoim. And if they have the ability to say that God is choosing a bunch of thieves and a bunch of liars, why would he go ahead and do so? And if that would be the response of the non-Jews, then the gula cannot happen. So this is the smog, one of the Rishon, the early Rishon, maybe even the Gonim, saying about this. And he also emphasized that this is important to know because 
This is something which many people think that they could take advantage of and they will benefit from, but ultimately it doesn't prove profitable to them at all. And then the last thing he quotes over here is a marsha. Also, I think a famous marsha, where he says, Rabin bedor hazeh. There are many people in the generation, shemitzkabzin muna. They accumulate all of their wealth, not, trust, not in a trustworthy manner. Ubechil Hashem, and by desecrating Hashem's name in the process as well, kigzelas ovekochavim, like they steal or they uh, they take advantage of of idolaters, non Jews. And then they take those ill-gotten gains and they use it to make all sorts of donations. They put their names on buildings, they sponsor this project or that project or whatever it happens to be. And when they get a Mishabeirach, they go ahead and they say ten times high, a thousand times high, whatever number they go ahead and they do. In order to acquire for themselves a name and the honor which comes with being a heavy donor. Then he says, Marsha says, In all the mitzvah which he's doing with those donations and all that, it's only a mitzvah and that wealth will not be able to last, will have no durability, will not last, will eventually just be lost on all sorts of different things. So that's how careful one has to be, not only halachically, but philosophically and hashkafically with regards to honesty in, in business that it's likely always better to err on the side of making the Chil Hashem rather than assuming that it's something which, uh, which you may be able to, uh, to keep.